Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hi there. Um, welcome to Talking Real Money. I'm Don McDonald with Tom Cocken. Well, I'm, you're not going to like the way I start today's episode off. I'm sorry. You're, you're just not. Uh, but when it comes to investing and managing money, apparently you're illiterate. I'm sorry. You're just not very good at this. And, 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 and it, it, there's studies to back this up. Tia, which they should change the name from Tia because one of the A's in there is annuity. Really should change it. And George Washington University have been measuring the literacy, the financial literacy of Americans for about six years now. And apparently you're not getting it right when it comes to answering some relatively basic questions on money management, Tom. Yeah, and I think many people are just not educated on this stuff, but let's give the numbers first. We'll talk about the questions, and I've got a couple of questions of my own that I'm going to ask Don, see if he can answer them, and uh, we're not going to give him any help either. We'll just see no, if he I, can. No, I, 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 I have my standard answers for all questions. <laughs> depends. Uh, okay. It gets me through Very every helpful. test everywhere. Uh, on C- average, Ameri- see, it depends. Um, American adults correctly answered only 50% of the questions in the 2022 personal finance index, as you mentioned from uh, Tia and George Washington School of Business. Now, by the way, uh, of the various topics they quiz people on, finance is consistently the lowest score uh, that they find. Other, <laughs> The one financial topic, by the way, people tend to know <laughs> yeah. something about, yeah. borrowing, borrowing money. Yeah, Borrowing money. Yeah. You got borrowing money down. Congratulations. Uh, I hate reading that. Okay, let's go to the questions because I think right. this is interesting. Now, you got to right. really listen, and I'll All try right. to go slow because people say I talk too fast sometimes. All okay? right, go ahead. All right. We're ready. There's a 50-50 chance that Don's car will need engine repairs within the next six months, which would cost $1,000. So 50-50 no, If it chance. costs $1,000, I'm going to be really mad because I'm under warranty. <laughs> Good point. Uh, me too now. Uh, at the same time, there is a 10% chance that Don will need to replace the air conditioning unit in his house, which has happened from time to time. Yeah, I'm on my third. Well, I figured it'd be a, <laughs> I'm on my thing. third air conditioning. Cranks 24-7. Uh, you, know how many in, you know how many engine repairs I've had in the same period? None, um, probably. One. Okay. No, one. Right. One. We did have an engine where somebody forgot to screw the, uh, the <laughs> filter in properly, oh. and all the oil went away. Uh, that's bad. Okay, so the 50-50 chance the car needs engine repairs within the next six months that will cost mm-hmm. $1,000. Mm-hmm. At the same time, a 10% chance that he will need to replace the air conditioning unit in his house, which would cost $4,000. Now, here's the question, okay? I Ready? I get it. I get it. I got a 50-50 chance of spending a grand. That yep. is much, much higher than the 10, the lousy little 10% chance I'm going to have to replace the air conditioner. That 
brings the the question: Which poses the greater financial risk for Don? The car repair, undoubtedly, the thousand dollar car repair. And I gotta have money. I gotta have money for that. Even no, though a thousand dollars is right. Even though the air the air could cost me more. Yep. The likelihood is that I am going to fork over in the next f- four years. I'm going to fork over a thousand dollars. It's coming up. Five years. All right. Yeah, this years. one is more related to investing. Okay. All right. All, all right. right. Okay. Says Don saves $500 each year for I'm 10 doing years. all these things? I don't know. I thought all it'd right. be fun. Don saves $500 a year for each for 10 years, then stops saving money. Okay. Mm-hmm. 500, 10 years, then doesn't add anything. Right. Correct. Same time, his friend Tom saves nothing for 10 years. Yeah, they yeah. must have seen my checkbook. Then receives a $5,000 gift. Doesn't say who it's from, by the way. I yeah. hope I'm up yeah. for that this holiday season, which he decides to save. Okay. Oh, this is <laughs> all right. The early. This is all about starting early ah, because you're spoiling if, it. Come on. Well, well, let me finish. Let me finish. Well, wait a minute. You asked all the questions. No, I did. Okay. If, oh, if Tom and Don earn 5% each year, who will have more money in savings in 20 years? Yeah, it doesn't matter what the return is. The return doesn't matter. If we earn the same return, I'm going to have more money because my money was making money. So by the time I, I you get to the 10-year point and you put your $5,000 in, I've already earned a ton of money. Yeah. And this I can do the math, but I don't yeah. feel like it. And this is something we say regularly to people. If you start early, if you start as a kid even setting something, anything, or your parents set it aside in a Roth IRA, and by the way, the holidays are coming. You could do that instead of buying something else, which would be really great if you're a grandparent or parent. But anyway, if you start early, the advantages are immense. So the correct answer is Don, and this will surprise many people, will end up with more money than Tom. All right. So, um, which is exactly the opposite of reality. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew that. Had a- yeah. Okay. Because remember, I thought I was being the bad guy in this show, and you were being the good guy. But that lasted a long five minutes. Than I <laughs> that lasted long, not long. Yeah, okay, well, here we go. It made um, it to the halfway part part of the program. Go, go ahead. Point. What's your third question? Third question is: Don owes a thousand dollars on a loan that has an interest rate of twenty percent per no, year. No, 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 compounded. no, 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 no. You, you can put my daughter in there, maybe. Okay, your daughter. but not me. I'm Corey. never gonna. Tori owes $1,000 on a loan that has an interest rate of 20% per year compounded annually. If Tori, and God bless her, she's such a nice child. If Tori makes no payments on the loan at this rate, how many years will it take for the amount that she owes to double? The possible answers, less than five years, five to 10 years, more than 10 years, or don't know. Uh, Let's see. Since it's doing it every year. So you're adding 20%, then it's less than five. Ah, you broke the code. Look at you. You're a smart guy. Yeah, it's got to be less than five because Mm -hmm. you're adding another $200 after the first year. And now you're you're paying $20 on $1,200. Look at you nailing it. Good work. I can do the simple math. That's, when that's all that is, all of them are relatively simple Just math. Don't, you know, I can't do calculus. Don't all right. So show me a calculus thing. I don't ugh, even know what it means. Me either. My daughter does it and I just oh my try not gosh. to look. All so, right. So okay, those were the couple, questions. Yep. Those were some of the questions yep. from Tia and the Correct. university. Now these but are of mine. Of course, you can't resist asking your own <laughs> questions, can you? Just like dinner last night. Okay. So uh, number one, what earns more money? Pardon me. What has earned more money over a long period of time, stocks 
or bonds? Which is made more for investors over a long period of time? Uh, People crypto, still don't know. Crypto, uh, Bitcoin. <laughs> Bitcoin. 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 Spot Bitcoin is up way up. The, I can't wait to get in that new ETF. It's coming out by the well, end of the you year. Know, I'm sure. Actually, if you go back to, I mean, not that long ago, Bitcoin was like a fraction of a cent. So yeah. it yeah. actually, I, I, it wins. Okay, we're not. I didn't have that in the questions. You want to write your own questions, Mister? You go right ahead. I'm just saying, if you want to be accurate, what earned? What? Pardon me. What has earned more? Stocks, obviously. Thank you. Thank you. Well, but it's not obvious. It People is to still me. Oftentimes, come in and say, "Well, I own stocks and bonds." I go, "What's the difference?" I don't know. Bonds yeah, the stocks are, are likely to make you more, but what's the other part they might do to you? They're going to go up and down, way down, down more. Yeah. yeah. Right down. Okay. Uh, bonds, you're lending money. Stocks, you're owning part of a company. Whole different thing. All right, here we go. This kind of relates to the earlier question. If you can make 6% a year, how long is it until your money doubles? 6% well, a year. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there is a really easy way. You don't even need a calculator to do this. Well, you might if you can't do simple math, really simple math. Yeah. But what you use is the rule of 72s. So you take the the percentage rate ah and you you divide 72 by that amount so in this case you end up 12 with, years there you go so, in so it's really years, cool because you can you can say okay if i make 10 percent per year in my aggressive portfolio my money will double in seven years if i make seven percent per year my money will double in 10 years there you go that's Simple. easy all right i got one more ready you've done pretty well in these i got it i a bit surprised, uh, no, but I know you've been doing um, wait, some reading on, on the outside. Hold on, so hold on. Pretty good. I'm a financial talk show host. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That just wanted is, to re reiterate. That, and a financial advisor, fairly meaningless, you know, things to call people anymore. Yeah, Sorry. But but I've been doing it long enough that That's I would have been called out. <laughs> your, your mathematics should be reasonable. All right. Here we go. Yeah. In general, in general. How many oh, months look at of you qualifying? <laughs> how many months of expenses should you have in an emergency fund? In All right, now general, see, I am general. going to take exception to the question. <laughs> That's not what this show is about. I it, asked. Oh, the of course, that first. that is absolutely what this show is about. <laughs> okay. Have you just started listening? Not much. All right, I'm not here's in Finland, the deal. So I don't have time. Who, according to who? Who gets to decide this I amount? I get to decide. It's my question. So I'm a, Okay, I'm somewhere between six months of expenses and a year. I don't know. It depends. I would say six months. But you're right, because there's a lot of other factors. It's how secure well, is your that's job. That's why I don't like the question. Income. I didn't like how the right, question. Well, then you come up with Because it assumes you, you are yeah. money god. Well, <laughs> the arbiter who, here, as I am everywhere else. Who gave you that authority? I'm not sure, but I'll ch I'm going to find them, and they're going to come in and set you straight. I'll tell you yeah. that much. Yeah, this is the only. This is really the only place where you can do that. Where I'm <laughs> the only one arguing with you. That's it. Yeah. That's at the office point. and at home, you lose every time. Every and on the time. soccer field, basically, <laughs> I lose too, as you well no, know. No, no, no. Now you've well. always got the. You've always got, as a last resort, the power of the red card. I should bring it to work. You should. <laughs> That's straight red. Uh, did, yeah. did you have a Just question? Kick or people out of the office. Should we give? Should we ask questions? Up to you. Wait, we've had questions. All right. No, I mean, we, I've got we, more questions. We can do another question. Let's. No, I don't have any more financial questions. Unless no, you I meant another listener question. Oh, okay, I was okay. Just testing, testing. Okay, here we go. All right. All right. All right. This comes from uh, Man, Gordon. Did you eat too much over Thanksgiving? <laughs> Gordon in Chino Hills. 
chino. Uh, Gordon is 69. He's retired. I got my chinos on right now. Well, you look good. 50-50 portfolio. So I'm assuming what Gordon means is half in stocks, half in bonds. He says, I sold all the bonds and putting the money into T-bills. Your thoughts? Why? Because my T-bills are providing why? a... What, what what are you making on T-bills well, these days? So's your know. bond fund, or so were your bonds, or what however you owned them. Bonds have gotten killed for the last two years. They're way yeah, down. Yeah, but, wait, but, 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 they're, but the yield now is up to where the T-bill yield is, roughly. Ah, okay. So why did you do it? I, other, well, wait, if you did it to take a tax loss, good for you. Nah, that's not, has nothing to do with it. Good this has you. everything to do with him saying bonds don't work. I'm moving and, it to T-bills. Right. Guaranteed. And here's the thing. What are you going to do next? When rates go You're down, You're going to move back to bonds. Bond funds are about to have, this is my prediction, big oh, run, big run up. <sighs> Once they cut rates, those prices are going to skyrocket. Ladies and so, gentlemen, as he gets older, he gets more full of himself. <laughs> well, there is that. He starts making predictions. <laughs> no, I is said, this when because that people happens, in your when? life kind of just come up to you and go, Tom, what's going to happen? So you, just, yeah. you decided to finally give them an answer? It's me and Susie Orman. She does the same thing. I figure she can get away with it. I can as well. So I got to go find Chuck Jaffe so he can say, I hate <laughs> Tom Cock. <Tom> Cock. <laughs> Remember, you're wearing the white hat today. I'm yet to see it. That's for the next episode. Ah, okay. So the bottom line is, Gordon, no, you should not be moving out of bonds. Bonds are there. You've used them for a very long period of time. Rushing them into T-bills or anything, any other fixed income instrument. Yeah, it's just simply a market timing move. So, no. All right. But, but given the fact that you've already done it, why did you ask? That's a good. It's question. already done. It's a good. No, he says putting the money into T bills. Oh, guess okay. So it's sitting there. Well, but current. now he took it out already. So all right, yeah. take the all tax right. loss. I would either go back into a, a bond fund that isn't the bond fund you owned before, so you don't invoke the wash sale rule, or I would build a ladder, a ladder probably of CDs. It's that would easier be my to take. Yeah, way easier. Okay, um, I'm going to have market. you. Do you know the history of Broken Arrow, Oklahoma? Why the name? No, I don't Broken even know Arrow? where it is. I, other than in Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Okay. Well, I was hoping you might know the history because this cu- this question comes from Broken. We've never had a question that I remember from Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. How did they come up with that name? I don't know. So, uh, it well, bear in mind that all of Oklahoma, most of it, used to be called Indian Territory. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's where they moved everybody, all the Native yes, Americans. Did. Yeah. I mean, it's the name of a movie. Okay. Did you know that anyway, with John uh, Travolta and I Christian saw, Slater? It's a horrible movie. It goes back to like 1982. Awful film. All right. This comes from Randy in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Okay. He says, I'm 60. Want to retire in two years when my son is out of college and off the payroll. I'm having problems deciding whether. Oh, hold on. Oh, yeah, that's funny. Thank you. I hadn't even. I should have thought that through because has that happened yet in either of our lives? No. Wait a minute. Let's just see. because my, they finished school doesn't mean they're my off daughter the just turned twenty nine, yeah. and I'm still writing checks. And you know, I can't say anything about my situation. So there you go. Okay, I can't. Um, but my daughter finally got a job. So woohoo! Oh, what yeah. job? What did she get? I didn't know she got a job. She, uh, well, her degree, her ma- the master she's going for is in education technology. Love it. So she got a job with a big education technology lobby group nonprofit. Wow. Uh, great, great, great organization. 
amazing and great. It's a great job, great opportunity for her. So I'm so thrilled. So she's going to be lobbying for this. Maybe she goes to Washington and punches somebody in the back or something or threatens them for a fight. Isn't that what goes on in Washington on a regular basis Where now? Where do you get your news? Didn't, somebody, didn't this, the former I mean, speaker punch somebody in the back yesterday and then another guy was up on the stand yelling at another? You never see any of this stuff? Anyway, okay, forget it. Lo- lobbyists doing this? No, that was one. It was one congressman against a union leader and two congressmen against each other. No. You didn't read about that? I'm surprised. That's I, not I, really? It's recent? Yes, very recent. I know recent. that happened Kevin in, McCarthy the, in the 19th actually, century a lot, where they hit each other over the heads of that, canes. And, and that was my comparison, because somebody was trying to compare that. I said, that was about slavery. This is about you know wearing the wrong tie or something. Can't quite compare it. Anyway, yeah, tight. Kevin McCarthy apparently elbowed someone in the back. A fellow Republican Probably in the back. Probably needed it. Now, maybe Probably like, deserved right. it. Okay, Randy, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, we digress. Um, 62, son out of college and off the payroll. Let's see. I'm having problems deciding on whether to hire an advisor. I have $250,000 in an IRA rollover and 950000 in 401ks. Talk me into spending $8,000 a year on an advisor. All right. Well, let me start by saying there are many people out there, many. I've said this for a long time who are capable of doing all the things that need to be done to manage a large portfolio, which this is now. This is a large portfolio uh, by being in the right diversified portfolio, by regularly rebalancing, by managing your tax loss selling and managing your tax withdrawals, because there's a whole tax strategy that goes with that. There are people who are capable of it, but after many decades doing this, the number appears to be fewer and fewer and fewer every time I think about it. I think there's two parts of that. Number one, people get stuck sometimes. Number two is those people that you refer to often hear things and say, oh, I should be doing that as well. Oh, you mean like sell their bonds and buy treasury? Exactly. Or move from this fund to that fund, because I heard Mm -hmm. Don talk about that fund. According to Vanguard's work, uh, they believe you make more using an advisor by three areas. You just mentioned behavioral. Mm-hmm. That's a very important. Having a plan, keeping to it, no question. But then part two is portfolio construction. I talked to many of you and some of you, yeah, you kind of got it right, but a good advisor is going to do it better. A good advisor, 100% fiduciary fee-only advisor will use low-cost exchange-traded funds, will really have you diversified We'll use asset location because there's some things you should own in different That's places. That's part of that tax plan. Yep. yep. And that you just won't do. That's okay. And then th- that brings me to number three, the wealth management part that Vanguard talks about as well. This gets into, yes, tax, Don, but other parts of your life when it comes to money that oftentimes you overlook, things come up and a good advisor says, do that, don't do that. So can I unequivocally say it would be better for you to hire somebody? No, because I don't know you. But in a general sense, most people do need an advisor. Most when they get, yeah, when you get to the point of where where it's not just it's not just simple. Like when you're in your twenties, it's simple accumulation. Absolutely, and you should just be aggressive as you can stand being. Take a risk quiz and then invest just crazy aggressive for as long as you possibly can. But when you get older, you're nearing the point where you mistakenly believe your child will be off the payroll. Uh, Try not to laugh. But with the child possibly being on the payroll again, a plan is even more important. Yeah, no, I agree. It's harder. It's harder 
to to withdraw money. It's harder on the spend down. It uh, here's another thing: as we get older, it's also our cognitive skills go. You've seen Don. You've seen the decrease here over the last couple of years. So you know that does happen. And that was Who's supposed Don? to be a joke. I D A W D A W N, not D O N. So Ooh. um, I can't remember. So I I forgot. What's your uh, name? I forgot. So the point of the matter is. Yeah, most people. And by the way, by the way, there's more than this is you don't have to just hire somebody for to manage the money. Here's the thing for most people moving to hire somebody for to manage the money. (laughs) This gets back to the cognitive skills. You can (laughs) talk about my skills. (laughs) You can hire someone to write the plan. Right. You can hire someone for to write the plan too. Or to write the plan. So It doesn't have to be full engagement. That's what I was trying to say. So, all, all right. right. Sorry. Don't get engaged. I'm glad you're wearing it, the, if this is you wearing the white hat, I hate to see the black hat. No, back. the white hat's next episode. Okay. Jumping ahead. Uh, I, we hope you had a great Thanksgiving, by the way. Yeah. Um, we were off, but now we're back. Yeah. We had a nice we did, time. We did take several days off. I know. Thursday, <laughs> I know. Friday, and Saturday. How well, many times have we done Kind of lazy. That? Never. We've always been there. Uh, the day before Thanksgiving, the day after, uh, whatever. We were both traveling. Mm, yeah. Just made it very difficult. So yeah. you guys got a break from us for a while, but now we're back for a while. And uh, if you need a little bit of help here coming up on the end of the year, you know, you might be looking at that portfolio and going, hmm, I wonder if I might want to do some tax loss selling if you or have a loss. Or is it Which right? you may not now. Yeah. Um, or, or you just need a little help trying to figure out if you're, you know, your portfolio is something better than a mess um you might want to meet with one of our advisors for free and you get a look at your portfolio and we're going to make suggestions and you can walk out the door and not pay us anything so that happens so absolutely and you will not get beaten over the head trying to you know uh, uh, trying to get sold a uh, an annual gig with us there you go anyway all right go to talkingrealmoney.com and click on meet an advisor that's the way to do it. And, uh, you know, as we're in the holiday season, if you want to help people get better at managing money and you want to get them to stop asking you questions because you're kind of smart about it because you listen to us, we'll skip the middleman, you, and send them directly to us. Just have them listen to the Talking Real Money podcast every day on this podcast service and every darned other one. Would you like to add anything? No, I would not. Uh, number 62 in Finland. I'm sticking by that. So We we were number 62 I know. investing I, in Finland. D- I, do you know Finnish? Higher than we were. We were 63 in the U.S. <laughs> and 62 sense. in Finland. So they only have like 70 podcasts available apparently to the Finns. But thank you oh. for making us in top They 70. have all the American ones now. Oh, See, do. that's okay. the lovely thing about podcasting is you can listen to anybody's podcast. There's no borders. Yeah. There are no borders. Perfect. Except for the laws of the United States of America that prohibit us giving advice in those countries, but what the heck. Hey, everybody, thanks for being here. We really appreciate you, and we hope you'll join us almost every day, except for uh, some holidays, when uh, Tom and I are talking real money. The opinions and views expressed in this podcast were current on the date recorded. 
Opinions, estimates, forecasts, and statements of financial market trends that are based on current market conditions constitute our judgment and are subject to change without notice, including any forward-looking estimates or statements which are based on certain expectations and assumptions. Although information and opinions given have been obtained from or based on sources believed to be reliable, no warranty or representation is made as to their correctness, completeness, or accuracy. Information presented on the podcast is not personalized investment advice from Appella Wealth. The views and strategies described may not be suitable for everyone. This podcast does not identify all the risks, direct or indirect, or other considerations which might be material to you when entering any financial transaction. Past performance does not guarantee future results, and profitable results cannot be guaranteed. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. The podcast is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Wealth, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Please see Appella Wealth's ADV Part 2A on our website for information regarding Appella's fees and services. Appella Capital, LLC, DBA Appella Wealth, is an investment advisory firm registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission. The firm only transacts business in the states where it is properly registered or excluded or exempt from registration requirements. Registration with the SEC or any state securities authority does not imply a certain level of skill or training. Appella does not provide tax or legal advice, and nothing either stated or implied here should be inferred as providing such advice. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and important disclosure related to performance of any specific index or fund quoted in this podcast. I think I need a nap.